0: Georges Kaline here with another Afropop close up. Junkanoo is a parade in the Bahamas that dates back centuries, an event that captures the spirit of the Bahamian people. When the government developed a festival modeled on Trinidad's Carnival to attract tourists, the nation was outraged. This episode, rushing to Bacchanal, when Caribbean festivals collide, hosted by producer Gabriel Mishevich.
1: It's 1 a.m. on the morning after Christmas. You're in the middle of a crowd of thousands standing on bleachers set up on either side of the road in the city center, waiting. You laugh with your friends, peer into the distance to see if you can catch a glimpse of any floats coming your way. You can't quite make out shapes, but you see golden white with flecks of bright blue, and then you hear a faint rumbling. Drums, they're coming. the bleachers are alive with movement you and everyone else are dancing singing and cheering thrilled with the unbelievable show happening live on the street hundreds of costume dancers and musicians perform in unison your heart thumps and adrenaline sends pure joy throughout your body the night is only just beginning Simply, Junkanoo is a street parade in the Bahamas. But if you ask a Bahamian to describe it, you might hear them say,
2: Junkanoo is me, and I am Junkanoo. Junkanoo means the heartbeat of our country.
1: When
0: that hit my chest, I thought I would have exploded. Junkanoo is more than a rhythm. It's more than that lick. It's a spirituality in the music, and it's live.
3: Junkanoo is a liberating thing, you know. Your friend, they don't look like your friend anymore when you see them in the heat of the Junkanoo rush. It takes over them almost kind of spiritually.
0: Well, the last time I almost died, because I was a lot older. Oh God, it's hard work.
1: Junkanoo is hard work. That last person was Nicolette Bethel.
0: An anthropologist by training, an assistant professor at the University of the Bahamas, where I teach sociology. I've been studying Junkanoo for a long time, since the
1: 80s. In the same way that many countries have a history of carnival, there are several countries that have a history of Junkanoo. It started during slavery and was practiced in different forms across the Americas, going by names like John Canoe and John Cooner. Junkanoo is part of mainstream Bahamian life, a living, vibrant tradition, the only one of its kind to thrive beyond the abolition of slavery.
0: In the New World, there are a lot of syncretic, collective street festivals. And they take two main forms in the caribbean in the americas one is the carnival complex which is strongly associated with catholic countries and then we have the christmas masquerades which took place in the protestant british territories so in function they're basically the same they are safety valves for pressures in society because they're sanctioned periods of time when the social order is turned upside down. And this appears to have been a very important safety valve in societies
1: based on the enslavement of human beings. Though they serve the same purpose, Carnival and Junkanoo emerged and evolved in different ways. Carnival is a pre-Lenten celebration. It happens over several days and relies heavily on recorded soca music. Junkanoo happens during Christmas, is a discreet overnight event, and involves the orchestration of thousands of live performers. Though you can find small Junkanoo rush-outs at all kinds of celebrations, in schools, and at sporting events, the two major parades take place in New Providence, the nation's capital. One on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas, and the other on New Year's Day. It is primarily a competitive event, highly regulated. Participants are organized into categories, most with prizes, Everybody has to be in costume or suffer a penalty, and the largest groups are flanked front and back by brightly decorated floats which go some 18 feet in the air. Groups in the A category must have at least 201 members. Next is the B category with a minimum of 150 members. There are 15 to 20 individuals that come out to every parade and also compete for prizes. And finally there are fun groups that participate for just that.
0: This is one family, and you're tuned in to Disney Channel!
2: It's Christina Fernander. I'm known to the junk the world as Muffin and I am the chairman of the One Family, Junkin' One Community Organization. Junkin' happens at midnight. Well now it's it, it has changed for the past I think two years. It's now moved back to 10 30 p.m. The parade starts. It ends at 10 a.m. the following morning. It's a parade of costume, music, dancing, and everything basically is made from cardboard wire that we form using an adhesive contact cement. And then we paste them, which is laying cray paper, strip for strip, over the cardboard. And we draw the designs, we color them in, and then we use the decorations. And we form these magnificent pieces, priceless artwork. A lot of it goes to waste after the parade is over because we don't have a museum or anywhere to house a lot of it. So a lot of it gets destroyed, which is very sad. Back in the day, Chonkunu got started like June, July. Now we start as early as the end of January, February for about Eight months leading up, we do this preparation and then we have choreographed girls and music, which we use the goat skin drums, cowbells, whistles, horns, and now the marching band horns have been incorporated some years back. You just don't go out there and do it all on that day, it takes practice. So we practice for about four to five months leading up to the parade as a group.
1: In 2014, then-Prime Minister Perry Christie announced something new, Bahamas Carnival. He declared his government's intention to hold the first carnival the following year and explained that it would boost the tourism industry and thus the economy. The announcement was met with a firestorm of controversy. People took issue with all sorts of things, from the scanty costumes to the name, later changed to Bahamas Junkanoo Carnival, and of course, the music. The fundamental problem was the carnival is an alien tradition and our homegrown Junkanoo was pushed aside.
3: I think Junkanoo Carnival is probably the worst thing that's ever happened to us, culturally.
1: That's renowned Bahamian musician Fred Ferguson, who was among the most vocal opponents of Carnival when it was announced.
3: Junkanoo for us has a historic reason. And if we want to do a celebration in a quote-unquote Carnival style, then I don't see why we didn't take the energy and develop that. And I think Junkanoo Carnival, They threw the Junkunu word in there to kind of appease those of us who are against it. It hasn't missed the mark because the music even that we focus on during the Junkunoo Converse is not our music. Right now, all the music or dialect has changed, leaning very heavily to Trinidadian. So the terminology that go along with those songs, some of those things, like I can say, I'm sure all of us don't know what they mean. And we have FETS, we do, in Bacchanal. I still don't know what Bacchanal means, um, but it's become a regular part of our vocabulary. And hence, that is the reason why I feel that the whole essence of Shunkin' O'Countable is not serving what it's supposed to do.
1: her current role as professor at the University of the Bahamas, Nicolette Bethel worked in the Ministry of Youth, Sports and Culture, and advocated for government to invest in junkanoo.
0: In the early 21st century, the Bahamas was not looking at any element of its culture with any concept of the idea that culture is one of the big economic sectors in the world. There was no connection made between the cultural activity of the Bahamas and the opportunity for people to make a living from it. And as a director of culture, I tried to make the case for it, and it just didn't work. So Bahamas Junkanoo Carnival is the Bahamas' attempt at long last to monetize the cultural industries. I applauded them for taking the step, but what I could not comprehend was why they felt it was necessary to import the Trinidad Carnival model to make that shift why they could not simply make that shift using what we already have. Because it seems to me that that is such a big missing of the boat. The boat is going in the opposite direction. You're gonna introduce a Trinidad style carnival, which is gonna be the 110th Trinidad style carnival in the world, in the Caribbean, in a place that has absolutely no tradition of carnival. When you have a fully fledged junk canoe waiting to be taken to the world stage, I, the words fail me and have always failed me in this because I cannot comprehend the rationale. Get my,
3: get my.
1: Nicolette explained the organizer's rationale was that you take the great tourism brand of the Caribbean, the Bahamas, and the great festival brand of the Caribbean, Carnival. You put the two of them together and hey presto kaboom, you have the greatest carnival in
0: the world because you married the Bahamas and carnival.
1: Apart from seeming like a forced marriage, Bahamas Junkanoo Carnival is dependent on major governmental support and the country was in dire financial straits when it was announced. People were outraged then, as now, that the government could plan a multi-million dollar party when economic and social issues were constantly making headlines and when Junkanoo had never received a similar kind of investment. And Junkanoo is expensive.
2: For many years, as Junkanoo groups, our seed funding was $8,000. but it. it cost us some 207000 to get to Bay Street for these parades. The prize money, after spending some $200,000, and I mean you soliciting this, and, and that's not even what your members are taking out of their pockets to do decorations because we don't pay for decorations we just paying for the basics. We have to get cardboard, we have to order contact, we have to bring in rods, we have to get cray paper. Like our cray paper costs us some $13,000 to purchase and get here. That's every year. And um, the prize money at the end of it is just probably if, if you get a first and second or something, you might walk away with 60,000 after spending 200 and some thousand. The government Two years ago, increase the seed funding for Junkanoo from $8,000 to thirty. dollars So we got a $22,000 increase after groups were complaining, like, oh, you're giving all this money to Carnival. And now we're getting $30,000 for eight groups and fifteen for the B.
1: Bahamas Junkanoo Carnival is made of four components. We're hearing music from this year's Music Masters Song Competition in this episode. There's a Junkamania Junkanoo Orchestra Competition road fever, where revelers march along a specific route to the grand stage, and a cultural village with food and drinks. I spoke with Roscoe Dames, the CEO and Managing Commissioner of the Bahamas National Festival Commission.
0: Over the last three years, the government has made a significant investment um, in establishing a brand of carnival, Bahamian-style brand of carnival. In the first year, we spent somewhere in the region of $12 million Last year we spent in the region of uh, $9 million, and this year our budget has been cut by two thirds, so we're around 4 to $5 million in terms of the overall investment. We started out with two venues, three stages, and then we had two stages. Now we're down to one grand stage, where we have the three days of activities in Nassau and two days worth of activities in Grand Bahama the weekend before. Jump with the so like like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Junkanoo carnival was not imagined entirely outside of the Junkanoo community many of the people involved in creating the carnival are also deeply involved in Junkanoo this adds another layer of complexity to the issue and also creates some tension within the Junkanoo community.
0: The argument for carnival was carnival is going to put the money back into the Junkanoo community because Junkanoo groups can create carnival companies and make money that they can then take and put back into Junkanoo. I did not think that was economically feasible. I still don't think it's economically feasible because the model that they're going with is a typical Trinidadian model of you get your package which means that you join a group or a company or whatever
1: a band you get your costume, you get the fetch. Which, in case you didn't know, are parties that bands throw leading up to the main event. You get whatever.
0: But the cost of a costume in the Bahamas, if it is made in the Bahamas and thereby, if it enriches the Bahamian people, the cost of a costume in the Bahamas is incomparable to the cost of the costume anywhere else in the Caribbean. The Bahamas' costume is gonna be three times more because we don't produce anything, we import it all, I cannot see how economically the thing can survive. So what we have now is we have a governmental investment of about $2 million to $2.1 million in Junkanoo. We have a Junkanoo participants' investment of Junkanoo of 10 to $12 million. That's just their labor. And then on top of that, they invest even more. So we have Junkanoo costs the Bahamian people between 18 and $25
1: million annually. But we pay for that willingly, we're paying for that ourselves. While Bahamians pay for Junkanoo out of pocket, Carnival is paid for primarily by taxpayer dollars. Carnival costs the Bahamian taxpayers about 9 to 13 million dollars
0: annually. There's nothing being given in Carnival.
1: So there's the economic problem with Carnival, there's the cultural problem with Carnival, and then there's a political problem with Carnival. Bahamians were angry with the government's top-down approach and what felt like a dismissal of their objections. The government's mismanagement of the problems likely contributed to the nation's overall disaffection with their governance, which led to a crippling loss in the general elections in May 2017. With a new government in power, it remains to be seen what will become of the event. I understand all these issues and was among those upset when Carnival was introduced. But I also think it's a lot of fun! In a country with a floundering entertainment industry, Carnival is an event that thousands of Bahamians look forward to, that creates jobs, it stimulates musicians to write songs, and provides a world-class venue where they can perform. I went to a couple of the concerts this year and had a blast. I did notice, however, that most of the attendees were Bahamians, and the stars who drew the crowds were Trinidadian and Jamaican. In fact, reports from the Bahamas National Festival Commission state that 12% of revelers last year were tourists. This essentially brings us back to all of the problems. The Heymans agree that having a festival like Bahamas Junkanoo Carnival would be a wonderful addition to our social calendar and a boon to our cultural industry. But how to make it feel more organic? And how to attract more visitors? Nicolette has an idea. I think
0: there's room for Junkanoo and Carnival in the Bahamas. I don't think that the way in which we have packaged, monetized, promoted, or managed the Junkanoo Carnival thing is the way. Where it could coexist would be in recognizing the presence of West Indians and Caribbean people in the Bahamas. There's a huge population of of Caribbean people and calling on all people's Caribbean roots and creating a Bahamas West Indian carnival moment to celebrate that connection. That's important and I think that that will solve the issue as well because yes reggae is a Bahamian music and soca is a Bahamian music because we are part of the Caribbean but They are what we have adopted from the Caribbean, but we need to now be sharing what we have created with the Caribbean as well. It needs to be a dialogue. And if they did that in May, that would flourish.
1: That would work. Thanks to King of Hearts Media, Thought and Method, The Bahamas National Festival Commission, Nicolette Bethel, Roscoe Dames, Fred Ferguson, Christina Fernander, and Lisa Jane for sharing their time and resources with us. This Afropop close-up was made possible by a grant from the National Endowment for the Humanities. But to keep this series going, we need your support. Visit afropop.org and make a donation. Every dollar counts. For Afropop Worldwide, I'm Gabrielle Mishevich.